Coming up on the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I found out that when you go to the ocean and get unrefined sea salt, which and, or, or these concentrated sea minerals, which is what started the whole company, I didn't even know how important this was back in the day. I just knew it was charging up my battery somehow, made me feel good. Okay, I didn't know why. Well, now I know why. You need a, a, a good amount of sea minerals going into your system in the form of fluid every single day, all day long. Because that provides, that's a massive fuel at the foundation of your being that allows your body to produce a lot of, of extra clean blood. Hello, and welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I'm Brian Grin, and I'm here to give you actionable tips to get your body back to what it once was 5, 10, even 15 years ago. Each week, I'll give you an in-depth interview with a health expert from around the world to cut through the fluff and get you long-term sustainable results. This week, I interviewed CEO of Activation Products, Ian Clark. Ian has developed the most effective protocols and pure products that support natural healing. We discussed how Ian survived after having a terminal disease at age 46 and how he's now thriving at age 66. We also touched on the powerful effects of marine phytoplankton, how Ian feels his best at 66, Ian's optimal diet after trying everything, the power of unrefined sea salt to feel your best, and his one tip to get your body back to what it once was. Really enjoyed my interview with Ian. I know you will too. Thanks so much for listening and enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. My name is Brian Grin, and I have Ian Clark on the show. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. Yeah, happy New Year. Happy, healthy New Year. Thanks for coming on. One of my first guests for the new year. And um, looking forward to interviewing you today. I know you have a, your CEO of Activation Products. And uh, before we get into all that, perhaps give the audience maybe a little bit of background of you know what got you into health and wellness. And I know you've had some life-changing events that happened when you were in your 40s. Perhaps maybe touch on that a little bit and what led you to you know getting into starting the, the company as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I just turned 65 in 2023. <clears throat> so I'm halfway into my 66th year. Happy birthday. And uh, <laughs> and feeling better than I've ever felt in my entire life by 10x, which is really interesting because it's supposed to be the other way around. The older you get, the worse you should feel and the unhealthier you should get, according to society, because that's what we see. Uh, but I hit the wall with my health when I was 45. I was just turning 46. So it was like March of 2004 which is basically 20 years ago. And I had very dangerous situation where I had a tumor growing in the bottom of my abdomen that, that I did not want to have surgically removed because it was all intertwined around my male plumbing. And I didn't like the idea of the doctors going into my body with knives and cutting things out in that area, number one. But the most important thing was, is my two uncles on my mom's side had passed away when I was 20. Uh, I looked like one of them. I definitely leaned towards that genetic pattern. And they both died of cancer, one at 54 and one at 51. The 51-year-old is the one I looked like. And it was like, what's going on? You know, they that was a shocker when they died. They died two days apart in September 1978, one and the other one's funeral. So that was like this kind of an impactful thing that happened with our family. And I just remembered that they did every single thing the doctors told them. And they died right on time based on the diagnosis, the treatment, and the prognosis. 
And I thought, wow, okay, that was 1978. That was like the dark ages. Uh, here we are in 2004 at that time. And I thought, well, there must be way better ways of dealing with this garbage this time. You know, it can't be like 1978, but sure enough, it was. It was exactly the same treatments that were being offered. And I, I couldn't get any answers from doctors other than my brother, who was a medical doctor for 30 years. And I phoned him, you know, whenever I had some things come up. And he always seemed to have a good answer because he was a very intelligent doctor. But this time he told me, hey, man, it's genetic predisposition. This is the cards you're dealt. This is what you're going to have to face. And you look like Uncle Don, and here you are. You know, I was way overweight. I was, I didn't know what the problems were. Turned out that every time I asked doctors, they couldn't tell me I lost confidence more and more. I didn't want to know what they were going to do. I wanted to know why I had what I had. And nobody could tell me. It was just like, look, thousands of people have this every year. We do thousands of these operations every year. You know, just like, when do you want to schedule the operation? And when do you want to start the treatments? And I don't want to schedule the operation. I don't want to start the treatments. That's my answer. Because no one can tell me why I have what I have. So I woke up one morning during this whole dilemma because I also had heart disease symptoms that were significant. And I didn't know at the time yet that my liver was messed up, but I found that out over the next two years that I had a major liver problem. And I woke up one morning and I thought, you know, there are people on this earth who have knowledge, who have real knowledge, and they likely know exactly what the problem is and what I can do to fix it. And I want to take it from a much more natural standpoint rather than this whole medical, surgical, chemotherapy, chemical, whatever approach. And I would not allow anyone to tell me I had cancer because that's what everybody wants to do when you have tumors, right? They want to do biopsies. They want to say, oh, yeah, it's this type of cancer, you know, some kind of title that they want to give it. And then they want to offer the treatments, which is always to cut it out and then follow up with all these radical treatments. And it just turned me off. So I, I eventually, just slowly but surely, found out because I asked very specifically to be led. If I could be led to these people who have knowledge, then I will listen. You know, I don't know who they are. I don't know where they are. And I have no idea how to find them. But if I could find favor and be led to these people, that would be really good. And it was a very slow motion thing. You know, it's like starting at a ladder. You're going to climb a ladder. You cannot jump to the 10th rung. You have to start at the first rung and be patient and then work your way up. And that's how it went. So I just met enough people in the first 36 months because I had about a 36-month window to do things or I was going to be exited. And, you know, according to the medical establishments, when you don't do what they want, you're going to die even sooner. And if they give you this, you have a better chance of living maybe 36 months or 60 months. And so in the first 36 months, I met enough people who I taught me about fungal infections, taught me about microbial overloads, uh, heavy metal poisoning. I found out that I had all those things and also had yeast overgrowth, which is like, because they call it candida. And candida and cancer go hand in hand. They're very similar terms. And I just did all the things that, that it was required that I knew of at that point to get control of that and to get rid of as much of that as I could. And it took seven years to go through these, these various protocols to have my body completely eliminate all that stuff. So I had no more sign of a tumor. It dissolved out of my body. It was a big tumor. It, it took a long time to go. 
And then the heart disease and liver functionality was measured at normal medical levels by actually the end of 2009. And the tumor was gone by 2011. So mm. that was an interesting journey. Uh, during that time, I found out about a, a nutrient that really nobody knew about, and very few people even know about today, called marine phytoplankton. Mm. I learned about that in 2006. And by 2007, I had found out the top quality strains of marine phytoplankton out of Europe. And I started to buy and sell that because it made me feel so good. It didn't cure anything, but it made me feel so good and had so much energy that I just wanted people to find out about it. It's like, you got to try this stuff. It's like it charges up your battery somehow. I'm not sure exactly how, but just try it. And people in Canada turned up their nose at it mostly. There was just a couple of people who had an interest. And then when I went to California, uh, uh, several people down there were really interested. It's like, oh, what is this stuff? Can I try it? And they would try it, and then they wanted to buy it. And some of the people had great influence over large groups in the health space. And they started telling their people. And we ended up uh, selling about $2.8 million worth of that between 2007 and 2009, before we even properly set up with a company or anything. Hmm. We were just buying it and bottling it in our basement in Toronto in a clean room and selling it and having fabulous results and everybody raving about it. So that took us until 2009, end of 2009. And we ended up starting a, a serious company and slowly started to build it up until 2014. We moved into a beautiful world-class facility in Coburg, Ontario. And we now occupy 55,000 square feet of that building. And we have a full production company that, that manufactures our own from scratch products that are extremely innovative and unique. And they're all functional foundational. They're rather than trying to go and compete in the supplement world, which is hundreds of thousands of supplements, which is all me too stuff. We, I, I wanted to go to the foundation because when you set the foundation of your health and fix all the cracks, tear the building down, so to speak, that's, you know, a, an old dilapidated building, you go downtown big city and buy a building that's all, you know, worn out. You don't try to fix it. You just tear it down and build a new one. And so I learned that that's what you do with your body. You literally go to the foundation, reset everything, rebuild everything. And that's been a gradual, slow learning process over the last 20 years, which now has settled into the most important health information on earth that I was able to achieve, not by me going and getting it, but by simply absorbing all the research that was done by people at the top of the industry. And when I say at the top of the industry, they're not well known. These are the unknowns, and I'd learn from them and just just started putting pieces of the puzzle together until now today we have all the pieces that fit beautifully for the biological health of a human body. Wow. And uh, surprisingly enough, I've had phytoplankton before. Um, mm -hmm. I have tried it. I've, I might have even, even uh, gotten it from, I don't know if I got it from your company, but this was years ago, probably I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I've tried it and I put it under your tongue, droplets mm -hmm. under my tongue. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's very strong. Like you don't need a lot of it, right? I think I made the mistake of taking too much initially. Um, but uh, what, so that was your first product. What, um, I know 
phytoplankton is something that um maybe you'll explain it a lot better than i will but it's at the at the bottom of the ocean is this is this what like um like whales and things like that feed on well that's uh, part of the conception that is partially correct yes now uh where it, where it lives is at the very top of the ocean because it needs sunlight to go through photosynthesis okay and then that actually is the foundational food of the entire ocean so it's just like a food chain. It's at the very bottom of the food chain, but it's the very top of the ocean. Okay. So what happens with that is the, the plankton eat the marine phytoplankton. So the marine phytoplankton is a microscopic algae. So these little tiny plankton eat the phytoplankton. And then the whales, which is the largest mammal on earth, eat the plankton. So it's just one step up from the bottom of the food chain. And the largest mammal on earth survives on the plankton. And that's all they, they eat. They just go through and they just eat that because they're not carnivores. They eat these little planktons. So what I found out was that the marine phytoplankton provides 90% of the oxygen we breathe on the earth because that is massive production all over the world. Like we're, the world is 71% water, mostly ocean water, where the, where the marine phytoplankton grows. And there was a study in Europe done between 1960 and 2000 a 40-year period where they were going all over the world and finding all these different strains. There's thousands of strains of marine phytoplankton, and they all have various different purpose. Uh, some of them were for aquaculture, for fish farms. Some of them were for biofuels. Some of them were for protein base. And they found two strains that are perfectly matched for the human nutritional profile, as well as animals. So animals and humans resonate with this, you know, whether it's pets or farm animals or humans. This is the, it has every nutritional molecule known to all historical data inside the strains of these two, which is nanochloropsis, Gatatana nanochloropsis, and Tetrasemis. And they, they can't harvest them from the ocean. They had to select them from the ocean and then build an ocean on land, which is a photobioreactor using sunlight and ocean water, but it's on non-arable land. It's the size of a soccer field. And this marine phytoplankton is planted, the, the single strain is planted in the tubing of this through, so it's inoculated, and then it produces itself thinking it's in the ocean because it has to have the exact right temperature and pH, the right amount of CO2 put in because it consumes massive amount of CO2. And then it produces all this oxygen, which is released from the photobioreactor during the growth cycle. And then that is harvested when it's, when it's completely at a, at a certain level of of, uh, in, of density is harvested and then spun through a centrifuge. And then it comes out this living plant food that is then uh, put into 100 times strength ocean water. So 30% marine phytoplankton paste is put into 30, uh, 70% 100 times strength ocean water. So that's a long story. <laughs> but what it does, it totally stabilizes it. So you have this liquid and this stuff that you tried was, the, was called Oceans Alive. Yeah, And that's the only one in the market that is very, very strong. And you can put it under your tongue, which is a good head rush. <laughs> yeah. it's strong. But I, I put it in fluid. I put it in my smoothie in the morning. Okay. And I also use it through the day if I need more mental energy because it is truly brain food. We call it a natural nootropic. And it's all heirloom. There's no genetic modification at all. It's genetic selection. So the, there was a study done between 2008 and 2013 where they were selecting the, the most 
uh, the most beneficial, the highest quality strains of these two strains as they were growing it and trying different sequences. It was all computer controlled as far as the temperature, the flow rate, the pH, the CO2, and so on. Mm. And they were able to select every day better and better strains until they maximized it in 2013. And so since then, for the last 11 years, they've been growing the absolute top quality of these two strains. And and that's where everything took off. In 2014, we did an official launch of the Oceans Alive. And that's where you know people started to find out about it. Our goal is to have millions of people know about this because it is a vast upgrade to the human system when you take it every single day. And so that's where the term Oceans Alive came from because it is like a life energy because it's perfectly stabilized. It's not freeze-dried. It's just stabilized in 100 times strength ocean water. So there's no preservatives. There's no chemicals involved. It's just a natural phenomena that happens between a salinity transfer. It's kind of like pickling, but it's not pickled per se. It's just suspended. It's like suspended animation. It's held in its perfect state indefinitely. We have bottles that we made back 17 years ago that are still fresh as the day they were made. Yeah, so I had that. That was, that was interesting. I uh, that uh, I definitely will will say I did feel energy from it, um, and it was so. This was sort of the the flagship product that started your line. And um, <laughs> what what pushed you to to start the IBC? You you overcame those health issues, um, and, and then from there you just decided that you wanted to sort of um, start the the company, or, or or what brought you into into that space. Well, the company had to be started by default. That was not the initial intention was to have a company. I just, right. because we had to bring this raw material in, we had to, and we had to get certified because you can't, like we sold everything for the first two years without any certification, without any proper company set up. But we followed the rules. We made sure that there was a sanitized room. All the equipment we used was sanitized. We did everything right there. But in order to do it correctly, because you have to register with the FDA, you have to register with Health Canada, you have to register with the EU, there are different things you have to do to make sure that you're meeting the standards, because you can't just, you know, be a, a sketchy operation that's not careful. And, and I can say I'm careful, but I have to prove that I am. So that means there's third party audits being done all the time, like, you know, CGMP. You have to have, you know, all these different things that are, that you have to meet the criteria of, you have to have manual setup, you have to have, you know, mock recalls in the event that something goes wrong, you have to know how to recall, you have to have batch control in every single batch you make, and you have to keep samples of everything. So it took years to be able to get to that sophisticated level. Uh, we, we didn't even get registered with Health Canada till 2019. It took that long to be that meticulous and to set up the facility so that we could meet all those criteria. You know, people think that these health organizations are against companies that are doing natural stuff. They're not. They're actually there to make sure that you're doing things right. You know, people think the FDA is against them. It's not. The FDA is actually for you. They just want you to follow these different rules because they don't want the liability. Because if something comes up in the market and it harms people, the FDA is like, like people say, well, where was the FDA when this happened? What were they doing? Were they not paying attention? So there are there are many companies on you know the underground that are doing things and they're not necessarily doing things well or some some of them are, but when the FDA comes to visit, they're not coming to get you; they're coming to help you. So it just depends on what you your attitude or your perspective. 
So when Health Canada showed up and they wanted us to inspect our facility, I welcomed them in. And when they said to jump, I just simply asked them how high because I was already jumping higher than they were asking. You know, so it's like that. You know, you just you set your own standards at a higher level than than what would even be expected normally in the industry. And before we came on air, you were talking about you had a little bit of a breakthrough um, with the new year regarding just health in general and some things that you've uh, that you found out. What, what what was that all about? Well, that, that's been a gradual iteration. So it's just like when you have a habit, a really good habit in your life, it's usually made of a whole bunch of micro habits. Mm-hmm. You know, or if we, when you have a really good chain of thought and good critical thinking, that's, you know, millions of micro thoughts that are culminating into good thinking. And it's been that way. So in over the last 20 years, there was just this learning curve that kept bringing in more and more information. Now, I didn't have time to be a researcher. So my job was to to research the researchers, right? To find the people or be led to the people, which is what happened, who had the greatest amount of knowledge about how the human body works. Because your body wants a certain type of fuel at a certain time for a certain reason. It also wants to be able to detoxify itself. And so there's a massive amount of misinformation that is out in the public space right now, specifically in the natural healing space this huge amount of misinformation. And the misinformation is not necessarily intentional. It's more in the lines that people got to a certain level and said, well, this is really good. This is now we've got the answer, but that's actually not true. They have a partial answer. So when you look at diets, for example, you know, there's vegans, vegetarians, there's people who are keto, there's people who are paleo, carnivore, macrobiotic, Mediterranean, there's all these different, you know, cells beach and on and on it goes. So what I did is I thought, okay, if I want to cherry pick, I want to go through and find out what is the best of each of those categories, you know, and and do they actually work and how do they work? And do they work well or do they work totally awesome? Because there's things that work well, but they're not totally awesome. And so as, as time went on, it got simpler and simpler and clearer and clearer. And I actually tried them all. I did everything from you know, raw vegan, I did the vegetarian thing, I did the paleo, the keto, the carnivore, I did the whole, and I did it for years at a time. I didn't just go and I'll try that for a week. I'm talking about immersing myself in these things and to see what my body responded like. Because after 2009, once I was in in the healthy medical range, and then when my tumor disappeared completely by 2011, I'm like, oh, okay, now, now we have a beautiful runway. I an infinite amount of time ahead of me that I can invest. I don't need to worry about getting older and aging all that stuff anymore because the older I got, the better I got, the healthier I became. It's like, this is a phenomenon. This is totally different than the original pattern of things back in the day where people expect to have to fight to be healthy the older they get. And as their health is declining, they're trying to slow it down or they're trying to correct it. I found out that when you find the truth, you just get healthier and healthier and healthier every day going into the future. So anything that didn't amplify that, even though it helped a little bit and it wasn't amplifying it properly, then I had to eliminate that. So if you think about the earth that we're living in and living on, the the terrain is relative to us. So if you if you talk about having a celestial level health, which we'll call it, right? I like the term celestial level. It sounds great. It's like way high up there. 
then you want things that are higher and higher off the ground. Or if they're on the ground, they got to be super resilient. So the fuel that you're going to put in your body needs to be the top fuel. And it can't have anything in the way. So after all these iterations of all trying all these things, really doing them. Yeah. It came down to one thing. What is going to bring the biggest physical results? In other words, how do you get the very deepest, most restful sleep? When you wake up in the morning, you feel absolutely amazing. And your day is just filled with energy, filled with mental, emotional, and physical energy. And you just, you can be totally functional and you just get better and better and better throughout the day. And then you get tired at nighttime, you go to sleep and restore and do it again. And then tomorrow, you're actually healthier than you are today. And then the day after that, you're healthier than you are tomorrow. And it just, so you can measure these things. And being that I'm now in my 66th year, I realized that it, I would love to go back and start when I'm 20 and maintain a 20-year-old as long as possible, sure. which is now, now doable if you're 20. But now I, I found out that I could reverse my age back to around a 25-year-old and maintain that. Really? Yes. So that's a biological health. And how do you do that? By putting the right fuel in your body. Now, there are certain things that are in conflict with fuels. And I heard from all these different people over the years, the, the, the different keys, the different little signals, the, the, the hints that I suspected, hey, that might actually be really good. Let's see if that works, right? And so in, in between, you know, December 28th and January 3rd of this, this transition into 2024, a whole bunch of things just sort of just clicked into gear. All of the, the research and all the thoughts and all the iterations showed me something profound. And it's that the body runs on glucose, which we already know, that every cell requires glucose to run efficiently. Your brain is mostly glucose. People try to tell you it's mostly fat. Well, that's, you're a fathead if that's the truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's not true. Uh, you have a little bit of fat in your brain and a massive amount of glucose. You, you're, for a body to run really well, it has just the right amount of fat. And it has, the, it has to have the right kind of fat, which is good brown fat, not the white stuff. Right? can't have any visceral fat. And the body will automatically adjust when you fuel it properly. So if you're taking carbs, for example, uh, pick any carbs, could be from fruit or rice or potatoes or something like that. If you have any excess fat in your system at all, that fat is slowly blocking the, the lipid membrane of your cell from allowing the glucose in properly. So the more fat, the more blockage, because you only need a little bit of fat. Everybody needs fat, but just a little bit. Females need a little bit more body fat than a male. But I'm talking the fat rolling through your bloodstream. Because your blood is delivering all of these nutrients. The oxygen you're breathing, the food you're consuming, is delivering those nutrients into the cell. There's no other way to get it in there. Right? The blood, you're, you're, you have five liters of blood. That five liters of blood pumps through your entire body every 60 seconds. Your entire body is flooded with blood every 60 seconds. You know, that five liters pumps, you pump 7,600 liters of blood a day. You have 10,000 kilometers of cardiovascular tubing, arteries, veins, and capillaries. And 
all of those those systems are delivering these nutrients. If your heart stops, you're 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 unconscious within eight seconds. That's how critical your blood is. So your immune system is inside your blood. Everybody goes, oh, the immune system's in the gut. Well, that's a total piece of misinformation. The immune system is affected by your gut, but it's not in your gut. Your immune system is in your blood. Your fuel is in your blood, and your elimination system is in the blood because the blood has to carry the good stuff in. The fuel gets used up in the cell. It expels the waste material that's left over from creating the energy, and then the blood carries that out and gets filtered out by your kidneys and your liver. And then it dumps out of your body. So you want to have the least amount of waste product coming out of the cell and the cleanest possible fuel, as you know, going into the cell, right? You're, you're, I know I'm preaching to the choir here because you're, you're, you're way up in knowledge in this area. But I'm just saying, I'm kind of reiterating this again because it'll help you and, and the audience, whoever's listening. Uh, and so what I, in my, my physical, like I became the ultimate physical experiment because I had tried everything. And I also had access to a very large amount of resources during the last 20 years. Uh, we, we, have, we have generated over $100 million in revenue and, and about 40 million of that was available to do research. We didn't take the money and become rich people and you know some famous icon have no interest in that at all. The money was simply fuel to be able to fuel the research, to allow me to then go and do the work that I had to do to find out what the truth is. And so that all that money got put in, into this research, which is phenomenal. And also to, you know, we built the factory. And I'm talking about the remaining leftover. Sure. Which is significant. And so what, and it's you, significant for a tiny little company like us. So what you, what'd you end up finding out? So what I what I now do, and okay, this is the the sum of of everything. Okay, uh, your body is eighty percent electrolytic fluid. A big piece of misinformation is that your body is eighty percent water. No, it is not. Water is H two O. Can you imagine if your body was eighty percent H two O? You'd be dead because the fluid in your body is so intense and so filled with all these various different natural chemicals and natural uh, hormones and energy and your DNA is relying on that. That it, it is, if you cry a tear, it tastes like ocean water. That's no coincidence. You're basically a walking ocean. You know, taste some sweat, see how salty that is. And then you have blood and lymph and interstitial fluid and intracellular fluid and mucus and saliva and whatever, right? You have all these different types of fluids. Well, they're electrolytic. And so... I found out that when you go to the ocean and get unrefined sea salt, which and or, or these concentrated sea minerals, which is what started the whole company, I didn't even know how important this was back in the day. I just knew it was charging up my battery somehow, made me feel good. Okay, I didn't know why. Well, now I know why. You need a, a, a good amount of sea minerals going into your system in the form of fluid every single day, all day long. Because that provides, that's a massive fuel at the foundation of your being that allows your body to produce a lot of, of extra clean blood. So then any dirty blood that is getting filled up with debris from breathing, because you breathe 11,000 liters of air a day, everything you're breathing has oxygen in it. 
you can't see those oxygen molecules, but there's quadrillions of oxygen molecules, but they're so tiny you can't see them. It looks like clear air. The same applies to the nanoparticles that are coming from tire dust. 10 billion pounds of tire dust gets released in the United States every year. That's just one country in the world. Imagine how much in the whole world. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then you have brake dust. That's all heavy metals. Tires are made of rubber and cotton and epoxies and resins and plastics and chemicals and metals as well. And we're breathing. So that's just two things of thousands of different things that are in the air that you can't see. So when you're breathing it in, your blood gets filled with that as well. And you start to accumulate this unwanted stuff. And if you take a 20-year-old to a 60-year-old, that's only a 40-year spread. 20-year-old, normal, healthy 20-year-old gets measured at 100% kidney function. A 60-year-old is considered normal <clears throat> to have 30, 35% efficiency compared to a 20-year-old. So a kidney, kidneys in a 60-year-old are running at about 35% versus being 20. Why? Because the 60-year-old breathed 160 million liters of air. Just do the math. 11,000 liters a day times 365 times 60 is 160 million liters of air. Well, you've been accumulating all this stuff that you don't want. And your filters fall behind. Your kidneys are filtering your blood. Your liver is filtering your blood. And those filters get plugged up, specifically the kidneys. So then you look, if you look at a person at 60 years old to 80 years old, they look a lot worse at 80 than they look at 60. If you look at them at 40 to 60, not, not that big of a change with a lot of people. But, but from 60 to 80, well, a lot, most people are dead by the time they're 80 because the average life expectancy for mainstream is 74 to 79. Health-conscious people, so-called, is 75 to 85. That's not much difference. And then they're dead. Now, some people live till they're 100. Some people claim they're going to live to 150. Well, they've got to show evidence that that's actually true based upon where they're at right now and where they're going to be at tomorrow or in 10 years from now. So when I realized that these are all mathematically calculable things, these are common sense, logical things, then I realized, okay, I, I have to make sure that I'm providing the raw material to my body that it needs to produce super amounts of clean blood. And when I found out what that was, and I started doing that, my whole blood system cleaned up my entire body. So instead of waiting for my filters to clean it out, this new high production of clean blood actually cleaned out the filters. You know, if you have a, a, a machine that runs on hydraulics, you got to have a filter on that because it's going to be getting debris in through the seals over time. And you eventually have to change the oil or change the filters. But what if you can't change the filters? What are you going to do? Go get kidney transplants all the time? No chance, right? If you have to get a kidney transplant, that means you don't know what you're doing. So if you find out that you can change the hydraulic fluid so often that the filters never get plugged up, and if they did get plugged up, it washes them out. That's how this works. So you are a blood production facility. Now, what produces blood in your body? Red bone marrow is what produces blood. Blood. Red bone marrow also produces stem cells that are very efficient at helping your body recover and repair all the time. So if you're injured when you're in your 20s, you repair much faster than a person between 30 and 40. Now, that's evidenced by professional athletes. How many professional athletes are still doing what they did in their 40s? No, right? And if they are, they're not performing at the highest levels. Why? Because they're falling behind 
they're getting filled up. So if you take an average 20-year-old to a 30-year-old, the 20-year-old, your entire bone marrow in your body is, is red when you're 20. By the time you're 30, it can drop down as much as 40%, depending on your lifestyle. Then That means that 40% has converted to yellow bone marrow that does not produce good blood, that does not produce any beneficial stem cells. That's why people fall behind. This evidence is physically visible. Right? You can see the performance levels going down. So did this lead you to a certain product, a lifestyle change, or what? 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 Yes, yeah, it did. Well, actually, the products, interestingly enough, that Activation Products has, are all based upon functional foundational resets, keeping it super healthy and clean. Detoxification products, nutritional products, also products that help to get the gum out. You know, like you get all gummed up with stuff. If people are eating the wrong kind of foods, they get gummed up. They're breathing all this stuff, they get messed up. So the Ocean's Alive, which is a concentrated sea mineral, you simply take larger and larger amounts of that as you get as you age, and that provides the sea minerals to produce the super quality blood. Now, here's an interesting fact. Uh, everyone knows that you have that everyone has a potential to get sick once in a while. You know, it might be a head cold, it might be a sore throat, it might be the flu or it might be cancer, or it could be heart disease, or strokes, or, you know, Alzheimer's, or whatever. And the older a person gets, they're increasing the opportunity to have those things happen. You don't see a lot of young people with heart attacks and cancer. It can happen, but it's not as common. It's very common as people age. So when you get plugged up, and you lose energy, what what keeps you alive is real energy. What are we going to do? Drink a whole bunch of Red Bulls and a whole bunch of Stimulant drinks, monster drinks, and rock star drinks. And is that how we're going to get the energy? Absolutely not. Because those things are fake. They, they stimulate a feeling of energy, but they demand that your bone marrow donate to your body to get energy. That destroys bone marrow. They require your spinal fluid to generate energy. That depletes your, your spinal cord fluid. These are things that you can't afford. So instead of doing that, you flip it around and you give your body the things that it requires, which is glucose. Now, that doesn't mean you go get some refined white sugar and consume it or some, you know, honey that's, that's processed wrong. Or, you know, you, you have to consume the foods that have the largest amount of beneficial glucose and trace elements. And that is fruit and potatoes and good quality white rice, not the brown rice, because the brown rice has the bran on it, which you don't want, because that's just not good for your digestive system. And these things, when you consume a large amount of them, they do well. But here's what happens. And this is what happened to me, because I'm trying all these diets, right? So I'm doing, you know, when I was on carnivore, it was the most interesting, because how I long, noticed... How that, long were you on carnivore for? Uh, about three years. Three years. Yeah. And, you know, very, very dialed in. Yeah. You know, Whereas, you know, high fat, you know, lots of animal products, you know, lots of egg yolks, lots of heavy cream, lots of those things, right? And I noticed that it was kind of fun to do. I, I, I enjoyed that. But what I didn't know is that the ketones that I was getting, which were giving me energy and making me feel great and also helping my body, you know, balance its weight out, were not sustainable. Because what you what sustains you is true fuel. So if you take a person who's on a carnivore diet and having no glucose at all, you know, other than what they're producing from the meat 
that they're eating because the body will convert things to glucose. Sure. They don't have the energy and the stamina that someone has who is just taking in all the massive amounts of carbs because the more, so you have, you need a tiny amount of fat in your body. Well, I had put in so much fat in my body. My blood is so full of fat. The fat is a, is a ratio. It's like a, it's like a scale. The more fat that's in your blood, the more your lipid membranes in your cells get plugged and don't allow the glucose in. So then when you eat glucose of any kind, and you're on that kind of a diet, or if you have any fat in your system that's over what your body wants, then that fat plugs the cells so they can't get the glucose properly. So then if you're, if you're taking glucose, they say, oh, no, no, drop your sugar. You're, you're getting fatigued. You're, it's messing with you. You have insulin resistance. You've got too much insulin in your body. Because if you eat glucose, your pancreas produces insulin right away. And the insulin is supposed to draw the, drive the glucose into the cell, but it can't. It can only get a little bit in. And so all of a sudden, you have a bunch of free glucose and free insulin in your body, which wrecks havoc very much in your body. And so they say, oh, no, you've got to drop your sugar, get the sugar up. And then people feel better when they have less sugar. That's, that's a very deceptive thing. When you don't have that extra fat at all, and you have just the minimal amount of fat your body actually wants, now the insulin can deliver all the glucose into the cell. There's nothing blocking it. You have zero insulin resistance at that point. And then you get your body filled with, with, with this real energy. So if you want to climb to, sorry, if you want to climb to, where do we go here? Oops. Hang on. What just happened? Sorry about that. My computer oh, messed up. That's okay. So um, you were just talking about glucose. Obviously, the body runs on glucose. And um, it's interesting. I actually have had... Um, you know, different individuals on this podcast, anywhere from carnivores to, um, you know, vegetarians to individuals who have gone from one to the other. Um, it's, and, and it's interesting that you sort of tried them all. And so your biggest conclusion obviously is obviously the fact that we're running on glucose and if we're become good at metabolizing glucose, this could provide a lot of energy for the body. I think sometimes like Jay Feldman I've had on, I don't know if you know Jay Feldman, but he talks a lot about this, this sort of bioenergetic viewpoint on health. Uh, I've also had Georgie Dinkoff talk a little bit about this where people just sort of get rid of these macronutrients such as like carbs, and then they don't go on it for years and their body just becomes bad at metabolizing. That's that, that substance. Um, and so they don't necessarily think that's the right thing, right way of going about it is excluding macronutrients. For some people, it helps because maybe they have uh, gut issues and they can't digest certain things. Um, and so they have to sort of get rid of certain macronutrients or certain foods that are causing this, you know, this disruption. Mm -hmm. So I guess my question for you is, you know, you did them all you sort of came to a conclusion and what was sort of the, the end, the end uh, sort of goal of all this? Well, the, the number one fuels that you put in your body that make you feel the absolute best that give you massive amounts of energy where you, you never run out of energy and you have the deepest sleeps and you have the best restoration and you're getting younger and healthier as you get older is unrefined sea salt, sea minerals, unrefined, they have to be in their original form. Mm -hmm blended with all 
different manners of fruit and all different manners of high tech, high, high intensity, not high tech, but high intensity carbs, like sweet potatoes, white rice, and okay. lots of glyconutrition, which is coming from all these different various fruit trees. And the trees make the most sense. And what happens if, if you have any amount of fat more than what your body requires, you're blocking your cells. So I, I deleted the fat. I totally took all the fat out. And as soon as I did that, everything turned on. All the lights turned on. So the electrolytic fluid is now maximized with the unrefined sea salts, the sea minerals. The cells are now being super fueled with all these different types of berries and fruits and carbs. And I never run out of energy. I have massive stamina. And my body's getting younger and younger and younger and better and faster and stronger every single day that I do this. And, and so I've have gone through all the different iterations. Now here we are. So your body, you do need a little bit of fat. Sure. But it has to be the right kind and only tiny amounts. Well, you, well you'll see this with some people. Um, I had, uh, gosh, I've had so many people on. I forgot her name. But <laughs> she talked about that she'll go through iterations of high fat, low carb, like months and then she'll go low low fat high carb um sort of stretches as well and tried to figure out like what worked well for her um because i i will you know obviously people come from different spheres of influence different cultural influences different um parts of the globe and they can run on certain fuels better than other people um so but maybe you know for you obviously what you found what what really works well for you. Um, what about the sea salts you guys sell? I know you guys have, um, you talked about the, you have, you have trace ocean minerals. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. The trace ocean minerals is one we have. So our oceans live brand, what we're doing right now is we're rolling it out, uh, with all of the sea nutrients, okay. whether it's phytoplankton or unrefined sea salt, uh, the, the concentrated trace minerals, but that's in combination. So what I found out was that you people can try all these different things. Like I've tried, I've actually cycled as well at different times. Sure. Once, once you find out the thing that actually works and you do that, you'll never change again because now it's tapped in. It's not like this is the end all be all. This is just the thing that works for every human because every human body requires glucose in the cell to function at its highest level. Right. It requires just a tiny amount of fat. If you give it too much fat, doesn't matter how, how often you cycle, you're going to have you're going to be behind the eight ball. If I if I went to a straight up carnivore, high fat, high meat, high egg yolks, and high high concentrated dairy product, I'm going to be flooding my body with all this fat. I can't have any glucose during that time, or it'll mess with me really badly. I'll have insulin and free glucose going through my system. It'll be terrible, right? So now I'm not going to go through any more cycles because at the end of the day, this is what it is. Now, take a look at, at food. The food that's highest off the earth is on the fruit trees. And then when you go down to the, the surface level, if you have a forest fire go over the earth and burns all the trees and all the plants down, and there's wild blueberries on, on the earth, the fire burns the wild blueberry bushes right to the ground. They don't have to be replanted. They come right back up again on their own, whereas everything else has to be replanted. So I noticed that when I, when I started, because I, last summer, <laughs> where I live in Ontario, we have an island. We've had our, this island in our family since 1950. 
And we were not a wealthy family. We just happened to have a grandfather that discovered that the crown was releasing certain land up in Georgian Bay in 1950. And he went and he bought an island for $83. Hmm. And the island was, it wasn't get, didn't get the whole island. We got an acre and a half, but they wouldn't let any other part of that island be sold except for way on the other side. Well, on that island, there's this huge amount of wild blueberries that grow. And it's a very, you know, very harsh environment in the wintertime. It gets super cold. There's lots of wind, lots of storms, and these hearty little bushes that grow in and amongst all the junipers and amongst the forest, they produce all these wild blueberries. So we used to have these wild blueberry pies up at the cottage every summer. So last summer, the health food store in Perry Sound, Ontario, sells these buckets of wild blueberries. And so, and they're like $45 a bucket. So I was buying them continuously and eating large amounts of it to see how I felt with it. And I felt so good, I couldn't believe it. It was like, wow, this stuff is so good. And, but in the wintertime, you know, to go and try to find wild blueberries, that's a different thing. Sure. So I found that there's a, a vast supply of wild blueberry juice. Not, not just blueberry juice. Cultured blueberries, they don't, they're not nearly as hearty as these guys, not even close. They still taste good and they're still okay. But wild blueberry juice, wow. Mm. So that's actually what's in this glass is sea salt dissolved into water at five grams a liter and wild blueberry juice. And I also have uh, a product that we haven't even rolled out yet. I've known about it since 2017. And it is a fermented palm tree syrup that comes from the south of India. And that is a major broad spectrum of all the, the fructose that produces glucose with all the minerals. So trees, they come from 90 foot high uh, toddy palms, they're called. Mm. And so the, the higher the tree, the, the longer the distance that the, the fluids from the earth, because a tree has capillarity. A tree can literally pull megatons of water out of the earth up to the top of itself, which is all filled with all the nutrients from the earth. It's called capillarity. There's no pump in a tree. How do you get megatons of, of fluid all the way to the top of the tree into these flowers that produce this syrup? Yeah. How does it do that? That's a phenomenon. There's a life energy in the tree. You could drive a, a, a wooden post into the ground. It'll pull nothing out of the ground. But these living trees, they do that. So it, it brings the finest trace elements and nutrients from the soil and the photosynthesis from the sun to make this fruit so that you pick the fruit off the tree, nothing dies, right? Whereas everything else, vegetables have to die and trees can detoxify very, very efficiently. Where a vegetable can't, it has a short life cycle. It's only drawing on the surface of the, of the dirt. It doesn't go deep into the earth. And so all the, all the pollutants that are on the earth are falling on the earth constantly. You know, they measured tire dust alone and brake dust goes a mile and a half above every highway in North America. The trade winds carry it to the top of the mountains, to the bottom of lakes, and cover all the fields, and we're breathing it. So the fruit trees, by far, have the most nutritional value for the human body. There's no comparison. But I couldn't do fruit much before because the more I did, the more tired I would get, and it would crash me. Now I don't crash at all because I don't have any fat getting in the way of getting the glucose into my cells and into my brain. My brain is mostly glucose. It turned all the lights on. So the electrolytic fluid with the sea minerals and the fruit juices, and then the carbs from potatoes, like sweet potatoes, rice, whatever, and, and adding all this fermented palm tree. I have so much carbs going into my system every single day. It's a phenomenal thing. And my body uses it all. I don't have any insulin resistance going on at all. Where I used to be hypoglycemic 
and verging on type 2 diabetes throughout my life. Right. That's messed up. I would eat, I get super tired. <laughs> well, I never get tired now. Did so I hear, just have. <laughs> I, I, there was, I don't know if you know about that, like right, the Walter Kempner and the rice diet, where he helped individuals. Um, I think it was, it began at like Duke University. This was in like the 30s. Right. Uh, and he actually, I don't know. okay, he had people eat their diets consisting of rice and fruit. Mm. And, um, pretty much cured them of di- di- any diabetes uh with the with the right. if you look up yeah yeah so cool. yeah can yeah consisted of rice and fruit and it was uh the, uh, yeah kempner is the name so if you if you're listening you want to do a little bit of research on it it's interesting uh very cool uh, yeah and that's so, a great info that's another one right another guy yeah and this was done in the you know this was done a long time ago um it was called the rice diet so um but anyways um, very interesting stuff in uh, your company activation products. So you would say um, the the sea salt mineral product. Obviously, the oceans alive um, with the fe- the phytoplankton is a big one. Um, I notice you sell a honey, uh, yes, uh, as well. Uh, I'm yep. a big big fan of honey. I, I usually put that with a little bit of yogurt. Mm-hmm. Um, any other? I know you have some iodine and magnesium. We could probably talk hours about your products. Um, what yes. would you say your top ones are? Well, it's the Oceans Alive, the Ease, which is a, a transdermal magnesium that's extracted from ocean water. Okay. But it's extracted at the absolute purest level, like USP grade. That means that it's certified and guaranteed to be only magnesium chloride hexahydrate. And we maximize that into a special water that we make and we, it takes 12 hours to produce it. And when you spray it on your skin, it goes right in through your skin into your body. You can literally feel it within a minute and a half to two minutes. And so you put it onto your body before you go to bed at night to give you a deeper sleep because that, that type of magnesium immediately relaxes your muscles, hmm. which allows your body to drift, drift off. When you get up in the morning, you put it on again because then it works with your autonomic nervous system because you got to get into sympathetic stress to get your stuff done during the day, which is really good. And then you want to flip right back into parasympathetic throughout the day, back and forth, which the magnesium allows you to have the fuel to do that. So the more brain power you use, the more energy you're driving with your body, the more magnesium you're burning. So that's called a macro mineral or a master mineral that goes in and it is super fuel. Okay. And that works with 330 different biochemical reactions. The other one you mentioned is iodine. So we have another one, a USP grade of pure I2 molecular iodine in a, in a, in a gas molecule, but we, we found out how to put, how to infuse the same fluid we use for ease with this iodine gas molecule to 300 parts per million. And then you, you consume that, you drink it, or you put it on your skin. And that gives you another fuel because every cell requires a tiny amount of iodine. And so your cells use it. Plus it also detoxifies your body with heavy metals and fungus and different things like that. It goes after the things that shouldn't be in your body. When it reacts with those things, it converts to iodide. The form of iodide goes and feeds your thyroid because your thyroid uses iodide, not iodine. Now, the one thing that the iodine itself helps the thyroid is because it cleans every cell of your body out. It gets the fluorides and the bromides and things like that out of the the receptor sites in your thyroid so that now it's clean. Now those receptor sites can receive the iodide. And your thyroid produces T3, T4 iodine hormones, which supports immune function in your blood system and also helps with brain power 
because iodine is also an essential element for brain function. So it's just making sure that we're getting all the fuels that are ultra clean into your body that are fully utilizable in smaller, uh, small, it's like low dose, high volume, right? So if you have high dose, low volume, it's not nearly as effective. You want uh, right. low dose, a, high a volume. small amount goes a long way. Yeah. Yes. In oh. volume. So this, the particle size has to be super tiny. And and my brain got so upgraded just from the iodine alone. When I first started, it was like, what is this stuff? Mm. Wow, was I missing this? Because I noticed this significant uptick in cognitive. So all of it is based upon your functionality, you know, your brain, your your body intelligence, your central nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, your endocrine system. For digestion, uh, the, the sea minerals feed your stomach the right amount of fuel it needs to make hydrochloric acid. You've just got hydrochloric acid in your stomach. If your stomach leaks into your body, it can kill you. Right? If you get an intestinal leak, it can kill you if, in the duodenum if, if it's leaking this hydrochloric acid, but it's sitting there to digest all the food that you're eating. So this makes perfect gut health because hydrochloric acid in your stomach, when it's high quality, is able to digest everything. And then my entire digestive system cleaned out top to bottom. I'm like super squeaky clean. There is, you know, and, and plus your friendly bacteria gets fed when you give it the right fuel and the strong healthy bacteria deletes all the other microbial stuff. You know, they got all kinds of names for these microbes. It doesn't matter what they're called. You want to get the unhealthy microbes out of your body, period. You can kill every one of them because your body has so much energy that it just deletes them all because your blood is flowing from head to toe to every cell in your body, looking and finding all these microbes that aren't supposed to be there and it just nukes them all. So then you don't have your body's not fatigued by trying to deal with all the stuff that that hides itself in your body throughout all your organs and throughout all your tissue. You know, and then then the other thing that happens with people, and you can see it visibly immediately, is that there is poison blood and poisons in your body jammed into your fascia, into your connective tissue, into your cartilage, your joints, your muscles. And that requires energy medicine to get it out. Now, energy medicine comes in many different forms. The highest level of energy medicine is where you take your hand and you put energy into your body by percussion. It's like beating a drum, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lot of energy from that. So if you take your hand and and slap a rock, the rock's going to do nothing. It's just going to sit there. It's not going to warm up. It's not going to do anything. If you slap your body with your hand, it's going to heat up. It's going, if there's something wrong that shouldn't be there, it's going to swell up. The body's going to draw fluids there. And it's also going to release any of the bound up material by percussion because it's a frequency vibration, literal physical movement that releases things. It's like shaking it up and then it just shows up. So I've done very large parts of my body. I'm working out through my whole entire body at this point. I learned about this back in 2017. All my injuries got repaired because my body can now get the stem cells to where it has to go that's not plugged up anymore. And so I did, I've had terrible knee injuries when I was young. So bad I couldn't water ski or snow ski. Now I can do whatever I want with my knees. They're back like they were when they were young. Same with my shoulders. This was broken in four places when I was 16 from an accident. This was, you know, I had to have it all pinned. Now the pin's all out, it's all good. This one was three, three times had torn rotator cuff. And all that's totally healed just by percussion, just by percussing all around. And it takes 10 minutes with your hands. And we have a little thing that 
This is called the activator, right? This is a little tiny hand on a rod, and this is made of pure silicon. So you take this thing and it works only in five minutes, it does a way better job than your hands. So you don't have to use your hands now. You just use this. On bony parts, you use your hands because you don't want to be tapping on, on the, the hard bony part because that'll hurt. But this thing, you go throughout your body. All you do is sit on one place for five minutes and anything that's in there will come out. So most of my body, I can, I can slap with this little hand and nothing happens because my body's completely clear. That's how you know physical measurement. You can see because in the physical world, seeing is believing. So these, these are the simplest keys, and they work for every single person. I have helped hundreds of people over the last seven years do this, and every one of them got the same results and released all this stuff, and they all had something wrong wherever the, the application was. And most people want to just deal with injuries. They don't think about the rest of their body. So they have a bad knee. Well, you do this, and then their knee totally heals. It's like, what? It takes a week to heal the knee. And and you just takes five minutes of treatment, and a week later that area is healed. You don't have to do it again and again. You go back to do it later, and nothing happens because it's totally healed. But healing means healthy. That's all. It just means you have a healthy knee. If you have a bad knee, it's unhealthy. Why do people have hips and knees replaced all the time? Because they're breathing all these abrasives, tire dust and brake dust, and it accumulates in their body, and they keep moving around, and eventually it wears out. You know, you get a pro ball pitcher who's who's playing, you know, pitching at 100 miles an hour. He's only got an eight to nine year career and he's retired because he wore his shoulder out. If the, if he would go in and do this to his shoulder first, eight different places, get all the junk out of it before his career, his shoulder never wears out for a fact. That's a measurable fact. But people don't know this. So we're on mission right now to make all this information available. Now, you can tell yourself if it works only by doing. I can talk till I'm blue in the face. It's not going to help. I can tell you, but once you have the information, it's up to you what you do with it. You don't answer to me. You answer to yourself. Sure. Right? You're the one that gets rewarded when you do the right thing and you pay the price you can't afford when you do the wrong thing. Very good, Ian. And uh, website is activationproducts.com, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you'll be having some new maybe some new products coming out for the new year um but the main ones that we talked about so far were the magnesium the the iodine the oceans alive um and the solaris we didn't talk about the solaris okay uh solaris is super cool it's it's this little tiny bottle that's all you need is this this little bottle and this will take this does a full month detox and this is rosemary thyme and clove in it in an ultra concentrated amount one single drop under the tongue will make your tongue numb. So you don't do that. You know, some people do it, put it under the tongue. I don't recommend it. I recommend they just put it in a glass of water, 10 drops in a glass of water, drink it, and you can apply it on your skin. It does so many things. It's too much to talk about right now. But this is an absolutely amazing little detoxification product because it, it goes into your body and gets rid of the things that are interrupting cellular function, which again allows the cell to work even better to operate as a machine that you want that makes energy for glucose. Right? Got it. Got it. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously we could spend hours. <laughs> you guys have a lot of great products. So, um, but I appreciate your you sharing your story and, and, um, and your company. Um, I will definitely put links in the show notes for people to find you. And, um, yeah, I, I always ask, you know, my guests, if they were going to give one tip, maybe a lifestyle tip for individuals if they wanted to get their body or their mind back to what it once was. 
uh, what one lifestyle tip would you give them? Uh, I, I, I always tell everyone to build enthusiasm. Now, how do you build enthusiasm? You do it, you do it by doing things that make you more enthusiastic. When you see results, you feel better. Nothing right. feels as good as feeling good. Nothing feels as great as feeling great. So there are, there are keys that you can unlock the lock that keeps you from being more enthusiastic. And enthusiasm and joy go hand in hand. So feeling good, living good. Feeling great, living great. And go, and, and go up from there. Get healthier every single day. That's your measurement. That's the only key performance indicator you have. Love it. Love it. Well, Ian, I appreciate you coming on the podcast and have a great rest of the day. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, make it a great one. Thanks for listening to the Get Lean, Eat Clean podcast. I understand there are millions of other podcasts out there and you've chosen to listen to mine and I appreciate that. Check out the show notes at briangrin.com for everything that was mentioned in this episode. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend or family member that's looking to get their body back to what it once was. Thanks again and have a great day.